0: We are on a mission. A mission to save and revitalize independent pharmacy.
1: On the Catalyst Pharmacy Podcast, you'll get actionable business advice.
0: Hear stories from industry leaders. And share a laugh or two with us.
1: Fuel your passion for pharmacy.
0: One conversation at a time. Welcome to the Catalyst Pharmacy Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Key, and here I am today with my also a host, Marsha.
1: Hi, I'm your Catalyst Podcast host, Marsha Bivens, Director of Marketing for Pioneer PioneerX. Today, we are here with our great, great friend, Jennifer Palazzolo, and she is the owner of Flatirons Family Pharmacy in Longmont, Colorado.
0: How's Colorado?
1: Well, I mean, it's
2: great, and, but the snow, I need the, the snow to melt.
0: You yeah. need it to melt? Go ski on it. I hear the I hear the snow's there are the best in years.
2: Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, we're gonna go up on Sunday. My son took up snowboarding this oh,
0: year, nice. so
1: he's
2: still doing some lessons.
1: And he's my son's age, right? He's thirteen, fourteen. Well, yeah, he's fourteen. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah, so we were at an unnamed ski resort last week. And Big
1: Sky. Yes, nope. I know. <laughs> I was gonna go. Caught that. Oh nope. yes. Okay. <laughs> no, because just big thing is like Big Sky was getting way too crowded the last few years that we went. And there was a lot of people that were like, Big Sky sucks, tell your friends. Big Sky sucks, tell your friends. Well, that friends. was like
0: 10 years ago. <sighs> that was 10
1: years ago. <clears throat> 10 years yeah. ago,
0: the big funny thing was, because during the week after Christmas, the lines weren't long. And the big fun thing, you'd see people on the lift lines, and they'd go, Big Sky sucks, tell all your friends. You know, it was big kind of, hey, keep the secret right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now it's come out in ski magazines is one or two in the top 10. And you know, of course you got well, Yellowstone and, and all the people have this, this oh, yeah. uh, mistake well, and, like, about before, Montana and Cowboys.
1: Yellowstone, the big thing that like I was hearing on the mountain was always like this celebrity is here this week and they're over at this campsite. Oh, yeah. Like one year it was Justin Timberlake and one year it was Miley and Liam after they got married.
0: Yeah, but were they next door at like the... Yeah,
1: they were next door. Yeah, at
0: the Yellowstone. There's a Oh, there's a
1: Yellowstone club. Yep, there's a Yellowstone club.
0: That's kind of invite only yep. up there nearby. So
1: we have unfortunately succumbed to, we are starting but the Yellowstone Now that series. we have to
0: beep out multiple names. Go ahead, you were starting the Yellowstone series?
1: Yeah, so no, we have started oh, it. Oh, you haven't watched it? No, no I, I decided to start watching it. I decided to start watching it on the plane because my grandmother is obsessed with it, and like she's just like really invested. But yeah,
2: very. I'm starting 1883 now. Um, I'm going to relocate to Montana, and I've let my husband know I'm leaving him and finding a cowboy.
1: (laughs) Oh, I got to pick farmer. That's that's close enough. (laughs) I was like, he can. I was like, you can
2: come, but I am going to find a cowboy.
0: Where we stayed this time in, in Big Sky, they had a, uh, they use cowboys. They have cowboys. take your they always have cowboys. Yeah, the valets too. are cowboys.
2: No, I was actually going to go because I have a credit from last year. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And everything was $1,000 a night. And I was like, if I'm spending $1,000 a night, I better be like in the Ritz-Carlton in like, I don't know where. They've remodeled it. So it's so not as, as it's rustic. I'm gonna go in March. I'm yeah. gonna take my son in March. So it's less like expensive in March. Three hundred. Uh, Three hundred a night. Oh, oh wow. nice. Yeah. yeah, big difference. Yeah. I mean, still so like two grand, but that's what I have a credit for, and I was like, yeah. I'm not spending a thousand dollars a night. And you ski, right? Like you're mm-hmm. not. It's not like you're hanging out in your room, like right. getting room service. Yep. So, yeah, so I'm going to take I'm going to surprise my son and take him out of school a couple days and go in March.
1: Nice. We are taking the kids to Taos in March. Nice. You ever been to Taos? I haven't. I I have an Epic Pass this year. I got
2: to see where where else I can go. I am doing the CPS meeting at Beaver Creek. That's local, but I haven't skied Beaver Creek here before. So,
0: yeah, supposedly the snow is amazing. My wife's sister lives in Eagle. Um,
2: I'm a pretty chill skier. I'm like a blue-green skier, but I like it when the conditions are nice. Yeah, me too.
0: Yeah, it was nice Uh, last week. uh, Was blue, couple of blue sky days. It was Mm -hmm. just nice, just really. That's what this
2: weekend will be. It's supposed to be in the 50s down here in Boulder, which will put it probably like in the in the 30s and sunny up there. So, like those are the
0: perfect days.
1: Yeah, that's skiing with your jacket open. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, So, what's going on with you? What you working on? What you What's your scheming? It's, it's a new year. So I bet you got all these plans and dreams. So tell, tell us about, tell us what's going on.
2: Yeah. So um, what are we working on right now? I mean, our, our big revenue goal for us is increasing our compounding because, you know, as we all know, I, I think as a business owner right now, you have to decide what you can control and what you can't control, right? And so mm-hmm. for us, we've always known like what we have control over is the compounds and the, the revenue that comes from that is predictable. So right now we're doing about 1200 compounds a month and our, um, what do they call it? The big hairy goal, big lofty goal is 1500 compounds a month by the end of the year. Okay. Wow. So, yeah. So that is our like up here goal. I mean, it's big. It's big growth. It's lofty. So we're going to set incremental goals as a team um, throughout throughout the year to meet mm-hmm. that. But what we're doing is like dialing into um, specific things, like maybe things that we haven't really touched on or focused on. hmm. So for us, we're tying um, a couple things into like we don't we're big, as you guys know, like functional medicine is yep. big for us. It's our thing. It's what mm. we're good at. It's our specialty. And so like we've just I don't want to say we've saturated the market there, but I think the the relationships that we've built are are built. They're steady. So now we're looking at like, what else can we do? And so one of the things, you know, that I know a lot of pharmacies do is like um, pain and we don't do a lot of pain. And so we're looking at like, okay, what can we do with pain that might be a little bit different? So we're like going to go, we're going to look at podiatry, which sounds kind of random, but Mm -hmm. with podiatry, we can tackle wound care and pain creams, right? We can go into two areas that we haven't done and see what kind of growth we can get there. Um, we, in town, like in our zip codes, we have about five zip codes in Longmont. Bizarre. We've pretty much saturated our vet relationships. Um, So that is huge for us. It's probably a third of our compounding. So we're now just going to expand our radius with some targeted practices Mm -hmm. um, that we think will benefit by the types of services they offer from our compounding and quick turnaround. So it's always like we don't go in saying like, oh, well, don't use this pharmacy because of what reason we come in and say, what problems do you have? What gaps can we fill? Yep. Mm-hmm. And here's how we can fill them. And one of the things that we do is our calendar allows for new compounds to be done with either same day or within 24 hours. So in the vet world, okay. that can be big, right? right? Because a lot of times people are taking their animal like for an emergency or they Mm -hmm. had surgery and they need a pain med that they didn't expect and couldn't get ahead of time. So we're going to try to like expand our reputation Mm -hmm. outside of our zip code and, and just kind of see if our trajectory can go upwards towards that end of year goal. Um, Another thing is I hired a new pharmacist that I'm super excited about her. Um I don't know if you guys know the disk test. I'm sure if you've talked
1: maybe yeah. talked okay. to Travis much, mm-hmm. right?
2: So we use the disk test um with our employees and it's a pie and you know you kind of want to have all of your pie filled with with different people and different skill sets. So Angie is literally the only person that has tested almost like me on the disc test. So like I'm a high D like, which I mean, anybody could probably guess. And so I'm really excited. I mean, that can go two ways. Like you can either butt heads or you Mm -hmm. can be like really aligned. And so far she's been with me about two months now. And I feel like we're really aligned in our, just like our confidence, our go after itness. And so she's, finally launching our men's health program, which focuses on um, erectile dysfunction. But as we know, like primary care, even specialties, right, they're usually now with you with an iPad that has a clock ticking and they have really limited time to spend with you. And so uh, we're going to try to partner with primary care doctors and urologists for patients that have erectile dysfunction and with us they get an hour long visit to go over their concerns certain um devices that might help them before they need to go um a compounded injection route right there's it's not it's again it's mm-hmm. not a topic everybody's comfortable with even pharmacists right and so right. we have a program that, we have an office, we have a discreet way of scheduling your appointment, and a discreet place to do it. And for us, it's a a cash pay appointment that includes quite a few things. Um, You have the option then of a commercial prescription, a compounded prescription, and if need be, an injectable prescription. Um, And we partner with the doctor. I think that's where maybe some pharmacies are sometimes getting stuck in the weeds of like, well, I don't want to step on the doctor's toes. I don't want them to think we're trying to do this. And it's like, it's all about how you present what you're doing. And we're basically going saying, Hey, we know a lot of your patients have this need. We know that you're not going to carry and sell different devices And we know that you don't have an hour to an hour and a half to spend with them. Here's where we want to help you level up what you offer. Mm -hmm. And we'll send you the notes. We'll send, you know, all of that. So you're, you're partnering with them. You're not trying to take their patient.
1: Mm -hmm. I'm kind of, I'm I'm curious to see what your analogy is of working with a DISC person that's of the same similarity because like we did the DISC as a manager's retreat last year, well, roughly, and um, 15 years with Jeff and he came up a high DI and I came up a high ID, like right next to each other.
0: Yeah. Sometimes that's great. And sometimes So my prediction for like you and your... So there's your warning. Sometimes it's great. Sometimes it's not.
2: Yes. Rodney's my like fun- functional medicine pharmacist, and he's he is a D, but he's a different type of D. Uh, we probably would never do well, like being married or something. I mean, we definitely have some heated discussions that the staff is like, oh man, you guys need to close the door. You know, it happens, <laughs> but we but then we hug it out, right? Like, then we're good. We're like, yep. okay, we both just escalated, bring it back down. Let we're and we're usually trying to say the same thing, right? right. It's just, right. we're not presenting it well because we're so like digging our heels in. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, for for us so far, I think it's it's been good. Um, and for me as an owner, it's just kind of refreshing to have somebody that wants to try something new and isn't afraid to go after right. it. Um, and so in Colorado, we also now have the test test to treat. Mm -hmm. Um, So for us, we don't need those collaborative practice agreements anymore. If somebody tests positive for flu or strep, um, that's great UTIs. So Mm -hmm. we've, we're trying to expand our um, offerings of point of care testing because we don't have that limiting factor of, finding a doctor that's comfortable signing off on any and everything that you would be positive for, mm-hmm. uh, we can, we are the prescriber now for those things that's awesome. within
0: this law. So are you advertising that? So a state, yeah. you, you get that you now have this capability. How are you taking the best advantage of it?
2: Yeah. So um, one of my challenges this year is to get outside the box with social media Yep. Um, and do it uh and as I think we all know, like the algorithms are videos do better than stills, mm-hmm. yep. stills that you take do better than stock photos. So we're doing a mix of paid ads, but also um both of us are gonna just kind of do videos, whether we video doing a, a test, video an appointment that somebody's like, Yeah, I'm cool to be on camera. Mm-hmm. So it's really just trying to get that presence out there. I mean, cause you always have signs, you have bag stuffers, but a lot of times right now it is hitting those targeted. It gets about the same ads. attention
1: as a postcard. Yeah. Those yeah. things don't, I mean, I've tried it all yeah. in the
2: nine, almost nine years I've been in business and it's usually reputation, word of mouth, but it's, it's, Social media or Google, right? Like making sure your presence on Google for those keywords comes up. If Mm -hmm. somebody's like strep test, you pop up at the top and then they can go to your website and see, oh, gosh, this is way easier than urgent care. And it's actually the same as my copay or cheaper. Mm -hmm. So that's how we're trying to, um, you know, market that. And for us, you know, the revenue is obviously on the test and the prescription is... You may or, you know, you may or may not make money.
0: Are the big chains um, there? Are they doing that and pushing that and advertising that? Or are they kind of like, don't really care?
2: Well, we haven't seen it from the big, um, bigger chains, but the grocery store chains, two of them are doing it. Um, but I'm I'm on a panel, I'm moderating a panel this month, so I've had the opportunity to talk with a couple people that are doing it in the grocery store chains. And for them, um, and this is one of the things we're going to talk about on the panel, the limiting factor is not having enough staff to do it. Okay. Right? They don't have designated staff to do it. So it's um, basically our model then is different. Like we have a designated technician that can do the testing Mm -hmm. who isn't pulled out of workflow. She has other duties in the pharmacy in addition to testing. So a lot of times the larger operations just don't have the manpower to do this or to do it efficiently. So people are going in and they're waiting or they're going in they're, and they're asking about it and they're like, well, we don't have time to do it right now. Yeah. So we're, we have an appointment-based model where you can make the appointment, come in, stay in your car, just like with COVID testing uh, and get cool. it done. Huh.
0: So and that's caused a, a lot of those, I guess the flu is kind of a deep swab. Is that why a technician has to do it?
2: Yeah. So, and strep is like your throat and you got to press the gotta, tongue down. Yeah. So a tech yep. or the pharmacist, but like I said, right from a business perspective, you, you're trying to keep people at the top of their license yep. and what they can do. And here the technician can do it. Awesome. Um, we are doing UTI that, that took a little, a little thinking on how are we going to do this? Because we all were like, all right, I'm, I we don't really want to deal with urine. Fair enough. So we um, found a test um, and it's and we we made little Ziploc bags where the patient has the cup and then they pipette the urine into the tube and they bring us the tube. And obviously we'll wear gloves, but we're not transferring anything. All we have to do is put the reagent in the tube. So we've taken out okay. the NIC factor as best we can. But again, like UTI is a lot of times, I mean, they come on yeah. and they're quick mm. and you're like, gosh, I need something and I need it now. Yep. So they can get in really easy with us. Come use our restroom, do this test. And if you're a positive for UTI, right within a matter of 15, 20 minutes, you can be out the door with a prescription.
0: Now you're not really, you're saying y'all don't really mark up the test. You're not really making money on the test. You're making money on the drugs or how's that? No,
2: we're no, making money, on, making the money test, the test, on the test, but not, not the, the drug. drugs.
0: Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's
2: yeah, because most insurances are so far, um, like my daughter, um, we did a flu test on her and she was positive and she wanted the Tamiflu. So I was like, you know what? Try running it with your NPI. Just see like, if the insurance kicks it back as not a provider. It went through. So um, it seems with our NPI, we are able to bill drugs currently. Nice. Nice. Huh. Mm-hmm. And that may be because of the COVID tests, right? Like they've opened right. up the pharmacist NPIs to bill.
0: Huh. I wonder if there's any, any way they could come back on that and say you weren't supposed to. I mean, I guess in the state, if you're allowed to. Yeah, I've got right? so yeah. many nope. questions. We're,
2: yeah, we're, we're allowed to. Um, and worst case would be that the, it billed. I mean, we probably got a $10 copay from the patient and they covered the cost. I mean, not Tamiflu, well, the generic's pretty cheap now. So Mm -hmm. I think we'd be well covered, but, um, I, I don't see any major PBM audit concerns there. We're not really, you know, billing anything expensive. It's
0: yeah. What, um, is there any kind of opportunity for medical billing on the, on the test itself?
2: I'm sure there is. I'm like, I think I'm known as like the cash pharmacist, right? Because my market Mm -hmm. supports it. Right. But I have started to do some research into like the medical billing and the company that you start with to get credentialed. I'm just, I struggle a little bit. Um, just, I'm so active on the Facebook groups and there's a lot of like mixed feedback, and I'm not going to like name any one over the other or anything like that. There just seems to be like challenges with these companies that promise medical billing and reimbursement and it actually happening. Mm. And so I don't want to, because we've been able to support all of our stuff on a cash basis, um, including all of our hormone toxin testing, all of that is cash. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, we have the demographic where people drop anywhere from 500 to a thousand dollars for their hormone testing Mm -hmm. and toxin and GI testing. I haven't um, pushed the medical billing, but with expanded test to treat, I am looking into it. So there's like this nonprofit company and I won't remember that. I don't remember the letters off the top of my head. That you start with to, I guess, pass the sniff test to then be credentialed with um, the the medical side of
0: insurance. Interesting.
2: So I'm I'm kind of looking looking into that and what can we do? You know, so many people are independent contracting their PBMs on their own. So I'm like, well, do we really need one of these other companies, or if we can just Figure out what the process is, maybe it's something we can all learn to do our just do ourselves like maybe mm-hmm. it's not really reinventing the wheel. it's just like you start here and then you just have to go after each one um mm-hmm. because yep. we did it a little bit with our diabetes education, and I think we got credentialed with um Aetna for diabetes education
0: huh
1: interesting
0: yeah it'd be interesting. I' be interesting to talk to the guys over at Transact Rx and see. Um, if that's on their window.
1: I'd be interested I to, hope, to know. I hope, yeah. Yeah. I hope. Yeah, well, to them. I guess I'd be more interested in, in the chatter of what's the pain points and struggles with getting registered and, you know, see if, if that's something that is falling in the Transact Rx Yeah, well, that's one of the things that they sure help that, them do is get yeah. them
0: credentialed. That's part of that process. Yeah, that's
1: part of the process. Um, but I mean, there's still some pain points.
0: Yeah, yeah I, 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 I I'm not sure there's pain points.
2: Yeah. I'm looking forward to working with them just because I mean I don't know if they're they're newer or not, but like they don't it's almost it almost feels good that they don't have everything yet. So I feel like as owners with TransactRx, we can come to them with what what we're looking for, what we need, and they can maybe tailor their offerings to us where some of these other companies I feel like came to us with, well, here's what we can do for you. And they came up with like plans of stuff, but it's not necessarily tailored to what we need or, or they're not really delivering mm-hmm. in the end and such. And so there's a lot of mixed feedback and it's a huge investment. That was the thing like transact Rx was like a super easy switch it actually allows me to save I don't know most $200 a month now for wow. su- for awesome. services I was not benefiting from right mm-hmm. and so I've I've been back and forth with them a few times about like hey do you do this yet no but it's on our radar okay well please keep me in the loop yep. like so I think they're right. going to be a really nice um addition to pioneer and Mm -hmm. perhaps they can keep that per transaction model, which is a little bit, you know, it's just kind of nice because what my store does may not be the same as what another store does. And to charge us all the same monthly fee Mm -hmm. of a few hundred dollars, especially if it's a program that you're just getting off the ground. Right. Right.
0: Yep. Yeah. And that's, and that's, and that's their goal. And, And, you know, what we need to try to be doing and helping them do, too, is this agility As all these states get new opportunities we need to be. That was one of the things that we liked about them was they're very agile, agile organization and software, Uh, very modern developed software and uh, the hope that we could do that. Did want to talk about um, PDS a little bit. I I know that you're with a group trying to put together a um, kind of a conference out there. So you want to talk something about that?
2: Yeah. So, you know, obviously with PDS closing, it, it kind of left a gap. And I think there are a lot of, um, fish in the sea trying to harness that, um, energy that miss that Mm -hmm. energy that isn't there. And so, you know, a hand, a handful of us that have always kind of had group texts on and off and all, um, we all spoke at pioneer, Um, -hmm. I mean, I don't know as if it's okay if I say who it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So it's like, you know, it's, um, me and Nicolette and, um, Joe Williams and Travis and Amina. Um, we, we went back and forth with, okay, do we try to do something in February? And that that felt very rushed, right? Like rushing never really manifests the best outcome. Um, And so then we were looking at September and um, there was a little feedback from NCPA Mm -hmm. about, you know, well, do we really need another conference? And it was close to theirs. And so we've um, been talking with them then about doing it uh, this year alongside them as a a a pre-conference, but in PDS. Um, format, so to speak, where you know how PDS had the all day um, events usually. Mm -hmm. I mean, theirs was multi day, but right. The big full day was everybody at a table and you had multiple specialists, so to speak, speak on what they're good at, what they bring to the table, how they can help you make revenue, because that that's always my thing with all of these conferences um is people want to come away with how can i go back go home and make mm-hmm. revenue outside of just dispensing everybody yep. needs to be doing that in some capacity so i feel that we put you know we put together a group that um can then Like for me, it's usually compounding and functional medicine, Mm -hmm. right? So that may not be everybody, but if that's somebody's niche, then they can. I can bring information on that, and they can connect with me after. Well, people never really think about inventory as revenue, right? Mm -hmm. But if your inventory, (laughs) most things start at
1: inventory, inventory and that's what's forgotten.
2: Yeah, if your inventory is not tight, if you're not running a robust med sync, and you're running like maybe you came from a chain and at the chain we were taught keep it in stock keep it in stock right mm-hmm. so you're reordering these expensive meds and then they sit on your shelf for three to four weeks yeah that's hurting your cash flow these are things that i i want to say even older owners just lose sight of they again they get caught in the weeds and instead of looking at what you can take control of so that's joe's area We know Amina is billable medical, clinical services, right? Mm -hmm. That is her thing that she can speak to. Um, Nicolette is doctor detailing, marketing, how to bring in new business. So we're hoping to, um, we have a call this week, and we're hoping to then have a a pre-event, and I, I don't know the details of who is it ncpa is it us do we get a sponsor of a vendor we're, we're working out those details but yep. we wanted to, to bring something that can hold several hundred owners where they leave that day with some turnkey opportunities of yep. how to go home right i think you know when i did my point of care talk Um, at pioneer, I was like, you know, we talked about how to use pioneer, how to track it and all that. But I challenged every owner, pick one test that I talked about that you think will work in your market Yep. and give yourself a deadline to set goals, engage your staff, bring it in and make it work. Because I'm guilty of this, of like, I come and I have all the ideas Mm -hmm. and I get home and they sit on a shelf till I go to the conference the next year. So what I have started to do is like challenge myself to take one or three things away that are going to help my business. And I put it in my calendar and I give myself a deadline. So that is what we hope to do with this event is really challenge owners to leave and do something and, and track the results and say, okay, there are opportunities.
1: It's not all Mm -hmm. doom and gloom anymore. Sounds like that's class number one right there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. How how does the mastermind fit into all that? mm -hmm. Uh, Josh and
2: so Josh has kind of, um, stepped away in this because he has, moved back to California, right? Mm -hmm. And he took on the insurance job and stuff. And I know if, I think he may come back in if we're like, hey, Josh, we need a little um, marketing help or we need a website, things like that. Um, But I think he has just had to shift focus in his life. And I know he's always there to help pharmacy. Mm -hmm. So I think he'll come back when we're ready to market and get it out on social media and website and all of that. But he um yeah, he has kind of chosen to to step back. Um and and that's yeah. okay. So, so what, are,
0: what are you gonna call it? We
2: don't have a name yet. Don't I think that we have a call this week. Okay. Um, so I will okay. I will keep you guys both in the loop as to like, yeah, what the Absolutely. logistics are gonna be. Um because I think, right, off. Five of us are Pioneer users, mm-hmm. and I think we still would love for you guys to probably, like, be a part of of it. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, anywhere yeah. we can we help. We fully support the, how robust Pioneer is and how you continue to change with the times. Um, and, like, I just had a call with Will and Josh. Me and Derek had a call with Will and Josh this week now that COVID is behind us. Um, and I think it's just like you, you do listen to those of us that are out here using your software and the, some of the hangups that keep us stuck. And, mm-hmm. you know, that is, I think that's a huge benefit to, to pioneers that you do really engage your members to, to get feedback on what needs to
0: change. Yeah. you would be interested to see if NCPA is going to, we love to figure out a method and I don't, I don't know what kind of holds NCPA from giving those kind of things. And maybe it's the fact that they're more of a CE, you know, and whether that becomes an, an NCPA sponsored or what, you know, you look at th- ways things can go wrong. You know, I, I, think, you know, PDS got where they were giving too little of their conference, you, you know, because you want you to pay for the big money for the, for the consulting. Um, yeah. And, and I think sometimes, you know, they started off very poor, pu- very pure, about these are good vendors, mm-hmm. right? And then that changed when they needed the more money. You know, there was a particular vendor that that he was like, we'll never have them here. They don't have a good product. And then one year they were there. Well, they just had, they spent enough money to get there. And yeah. so and so figuring out somebody or some organization that is not beholden, even in CPA, is beholden a little bit, of saying, you know, the behind the scenes, they'll, they can say, hey, yeah, I know this, right? But I can't say this out here because yeah. I, I need their money for my trade show, you know? And and you figure if you can ever get an organization that that's pure in that we're going to tell the truth and we're not beholden to necessarily to have to get everybody's money for trade shows or, or be, you know.
2: I think that is probably the main reason like we took this direction for right now was because we don't want it to be CE. Like that's our line in the sand is like, this will not be CE. We want to be able to talk freely about products that we use that work for us Mm -hmm. softwares we use, things like that. Um, And what we were running into trying to do a conference in a short amount of time was, and it's right it's a learning curve too we didn't realize well you guys probably have your shows booked for the next 18 months to 2 years We're booked out
1: through 2026 maybe 27 Right and so the wiggle
2: room for maybe pioneer has more wiggle room than a smaller vendor but right like so we can't just be like okay we did, didn't didn't want to get to the point where we were taking anybody's money We wanted tailored vendors and some of those people were like, well, we'd love to, but we can't this year. We've already we've already budgeted out. Um, And so there are talks about will we fill a a time slot in the in the winter spring space in 24 Mm -hmm. or 25? A lot will depend on the response to this. But we do want to be I think the thing is, is this is owner driven, right? right? Each and every one of us owns a store. Um, I think the beauty of it is, too, the capacity that we all own. We have different demographics. Mm -hmm. We have different books of business. You have startups. You have single-store owners. You have multi-store owners. You have people who have bought failing stores and fixed them, bought – right? Like you have a huge mix of owners bringing experience to the table that we can then speak to, Mm -hmm. again, all these – different situations. And I think everybody deserves to be paid for their time invested in something or spent with somebody, but we're not trying to build the next PDS, right? Where there is a purity to why we want to do this. Mm-hmm. It, and it is our belief that there is this huge place still for independent pharmacy, in spite of the struggles we have. And we want to be able to bring what works for us to owners so that they leave and do it, not just get the information. And so that's where I think each of us will make ourselves available to coach people afterwards if they get stuck along the way.
0: Yeah. And this is so, so we don't talk about Pioneer much on this show, but, but I want to take a moment to say yeah, for and 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 competitors on them and compete with this, but this is our secret sauce. We were lucky, super to get lucky, in with to get people like you, you and in the group that you're talking about, Joe. Because you're not. This isn't about you're passionate about this, and it isn't because it's going to grow your pharmacy. You, you guys are passionate about this because you really care about your patients. About the bigger patients, the patients, everybody else's patients, you care about the independent pharmacy space, you care about community and, right. and, and, and way bigger. That's your values. And you're willing to lose time on because of those values. Right. Um, I wouldn't and that, say and that's willing just,
1: to lose time. I would say willing to invest well, right.
0: time. But, but those are values. So, that's yeah. where you, right. your values are where you spend your money and your time on. And, and, um, and that's the piece that's made, and that feedback, and that helping, and the, that's what's made Pioneer great. And and I and I, I've got to know, and that that's what continues to make that that about you is what m- makes you continue to be good at your pharmacy too. Because I guarantee you do that with your staff, and you do that with your patients, and you do that with your people. Where there's something bigger, so I, I just think that's awesome that y'all. My are biggest is
1: I would love to you know help and support you guys in this endeavor and yeah, it um, just makes
0: me want to help. So I like, just
1: like, like y'all have never built a conference before <laughs> and it, I would love to jump on a call and, and see what kind of questions y'all have that I already know and, and help you guys build that.
0: Yeah. I That'd really would awesome. like to be more in the loop because yeah. I, I think we really yeah. would help in a way that might surprise you. right? I, I, Cause I mean, oh,
1: like okay. our biggest thing is connect is it's not a money-making show for us. The goal is for it to pay for itself. Right. Yeah. And that is the thing I continually to tell people when they when they kind of grump about the price sometimes, and it's like this is to pay one of for the its cheapest shows. shows. I know, but when you it it, when you look is, at, I swear, it's probably of the all the cheapest shows I have to register show. and pay for, our show is reasonably priced.
2: It is, and you get. I always tell people. Um, I, I think. I don't think we have like anybody from pioneer in our pioneer group, but like the question always comes up at registration. Like, is this conference worth it? I tell people this is one of the best conferences you can invest your time in. Like the, the classes are, are great. And I, I love that you brought back the leveled setup mixed with, you know, the general type sessions. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I love that setup, but I tell them, the networking you will get at Pioneer is different than any other show because you you have something in common. And it may seem silly that it's your software, but it starts different conversations that you may not have at a PDS or an NCPA because you'll be like, well, how do you do this? And then when you're talking about how do you do that, it it, right. It then starts a yeah. whole nother conversation about something this owner does that save them time, right. Mm-hmm. Or labor dollars again, and all of that time labor dollars that goes to your bottom line. Um, like, I mean, my relationship with Ben Jolly is solely around pioneer. The fact that if I can't touch something and make mm-hmm. it work, I'm going to find somebody else to do it. You don't play Dungeons so and the Dragons. Went- no,
1: no. <laughs> my husband does. If you want to know how opposite we are, They could join yeah. Benjol. Well, I think they play I'm, every Friday
0: night. I'm gonna you throw. Know, so. I'm
1: gonna throw a challenge out there. I bet a lot of the relationships that you have, because you're in Colorado, Amina's in North Carolina, and like Travis and all of that. I bet a lot of those relationships were started at a conference.
2: Oh yeah, for sure. Or Facebook. I mean, or Facebook. I'm like, I'm definitely known to be the mouthy Facebook girl. I mean. And it's funny, like I struggle because one of my goals in 2023 is was less screen time. And so I've changed it. I've said it needs to be like more targeted screen time, like because I'm on my phone trying to learn how to use splice and things Mm -hmm. like I don't want to have
1: mindless screen time. But I do. I have like. But you spent this last year, I've noticed you've you've uh, I, I mean, I followed your journey. Um, on everything and it's just been so much fun and and so motivating and i loved it and Mm -hmm. so i could see now that okay so she was using this last year to learn and practice so next year she can be more targeted so yeah i mean i've i followed what is splice tell me
0: what splice is
1: splice is you go go ahead ahead.
0: go ahead
2: it's it's like you can make you can like, I can record, like if I recorded this whole thing, it's like a video editing tool on your phone, but you can like even make a video out of pictures and then mm-hmm. insert a video and set it to music and write all these fancy TikTokers have like mastered splice Mm -hmm. or
1: any of the other video editing tools to make their stuff look and sound pretty. Because some of the, some of the built in tools into like TikTok and Instagram are very limiting. And so there's these add on tools like splice that you can like, cool, I'm going to build the video here in the background and yes, on your phone. And then you can upload it to social media. Right. And some of them have monthly or annual charges that are, that are like nothing. But the more of them you use, it does add up. So
0: please, please include us yes. on the everything. Yes. I feel like yeah. things are moving without us. We're, we're definitely no, we are invested so we, m- we, more than our money and we will help you. Um, yeah,
2: Mina was in Kenya for two months. And so we we have a call with Bree on Thursday. And I think that will solidify the direction it's taking. So definitely not like you are got you guys are high on my radar to be included. We just like shifted. Right. And so now we're just finalizing. Can we do what we want with NCPA helping do some of the legwork in terms of providing the room and stuff so we don't have to if not? Then we have to go, but we don't want to be held to a CE. So that, so I think yeah. after Thursday, so you'll probably hear from me on Friday. i loop you guys back in. I yeah. we appreciate your support. We're really excited about it. I think it'll, and I think it's a good first step to just do a one day thing versus trying to have a huge conference. Um, yeah. I, I do think we'd like to do something big in 24. I think
0: if you do a one day in a big room, put the vendors around the outside in the one room, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. uh, like, we get challenged with location because all the breakouts, they they really yes. don't want to give us as much yeah. breakout room as we want. But if, if yeah. we had everybody in one big room, like you yeah. do kind of PDS style, it'd be a lot easier to find places. Yeah.
2: Um, yep. And we're going to have I do know that we're planning an off site to for that night, right, where we have a vendor sponsor and stuff as well so that we have no and NCPA will have nothing on that so that we definitely have no limitations about who can sponsor, what we can talk about, any of that. But it'll be like a drinks happy hour type thing, but networking as well. So I'll have more details at the end of the week after this call because it kind of, with the holidays and everything, it just kind of fell off the radar.
0: I can, I can promise you this. Just like you, we're willing to invest with you this year past our value. You know, we're usually okay. very mm-hmm. value-oriented yeah. in what we spend on conferences and stuff. Sure. But we're, we're willing to overspend with you guys and get that going. Thanks. Yeah. Um, awesome. I mean, it, it falls and, in with our motives. And as much as just a tribute to pharmacy, what you guys are doing with your time, yeah. you deserve it. Yeah. So you deserve our help. <laughs> so Thanks. All right. Well, thanks for having me. Thank you so much, Jennifer.
1: Okay. Okay. Bye, Bye. guys. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching the Catalyst Pharmacy Podcast.
0: If you enjoyed today's episode, please like, subscribe, and follow us wherever you get your podcast. Give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts to help us reach more pharmacy professionals like you.